Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of NFL Draft Triple Take, presented by UPMC. Mike Pursuit, Dale Lolly, and Matt Williamson. That's right. We're still at it. We're relentless that way. We keep pounding it up in there and moving the chains as we get closer and closer to the NFL Draft. If you're not ready by the time that rolls around at the end of the month, it's not our fault. Today, we take our second look at the safety position. Before we do that, I want to remind everybody that you can catch all of these shows on the, all of the Steelers' social media platforms. Uh, we're just about done with our uh, further review of the prospects position by position. And uh, you might be aware, but in case you're not, the way we're doing it the second time around is we are giving you a riser, a faller, and a sleeper at every position. Today, it's the safety position. The first look was a top five. Today, we're just going to uh, give you some highlights. But uh, I, I knew this was going to happen eventually. Uh, there's been a lot of agreement between Dale and Matt, who do uh, such a great job on the drive on SNR. And those, those great minds have been thinking alike a lot. But uh, today, we're, uh, we're, we're almost uh, all in agreement. Uh, Matt and Dale agree on the riser. Matt and I agree on the faller. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, I guess you guys are smartening me up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> there you go. We're we're creating a seal here and a seal there, Mike. Mike, and we're running to daylight up the alley. That's the way we like it. Uh, Dale, why don't you kick it off with uh, your riser at the safety position? Yeah, it's Nick Cross from Maryland, and uh, you know he he went to the NFL scouting combine and ran a four three four forty at a thirty seven inch vertical jump. It's six foot two hundred and twelve pounds. Uh, you watch his his tape. He he likes to bring the wood as a hitter. Um, he, he's got great closing speed. Uh, you know, if you look at the the stat sheet, what he did last year: sixty six tackles, three interceptions, three sacks, two forced fumbles. I mean, he just filled it up. And, uh, oh, by the way, you know who his uh, college roommate was? I do not. That, I would, do. Be, that would be one Dino Tomlin. Ah. Uh, so there, uh, another another person in this draft process who has ties to Mike Tomlin. I don't – you know, I, just throwing it out there. Yeah, fear yeah, is I, a turtle. <laughs> I, I like Cross a lot. I mean, he was heavily recruited. He has a track background. He plays fast. Um, he is really aggressive, as Dale said. And then my last little nugget on him, I just noticed this late in the process, too. He's the youngest of all the you know, top safeties in this draft. So the, probably the best is ahead of him. I went with uh, Lewis Seen from Georgia. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if he qualifies as a riser so much. Uh, I had him fourth out of the top five when we did this position the first time. But I've gone back and looked at the national championship game again since then and a little of the combine stuff. And I had this guy underrated, man. I uh, I don't know if it's because I was already fixated on uh, the the rest of the Georgia defense that's available for selection. You know, uh, Devontae Wyatt and uh, uh, Trayvon Walker and uh, the other defensive tackle who I'm blanking on right now, Jordan Davis, and uh, the guys. Well, uh, let Maddie me ask you guys about that because I've gotten this question a lot in, in some different places. With so many guys on that defense, is it possible that some of those guys maybe weren't as good as what we think they were just because they were, they were they, I mean, they were basically a pro team out there playing against college team. You, you know, Dale, I thought about that uh, going through the process and what I came up with 
as we near the end here is they're all very good and they <laughs> yeah. know how to play on yeah. a very good defense and they yeah. know how to trust their buddy and they know how to do their job. Yeah. And you know, the glory in, in some ways it's given you, it's given you a little bit of a preview of what they can be as a pro because they're going to have good guys around them at the pro level too. Absolutely. I think it, it, they're almost underrated in a way because nobody has the eye popping stats because there were so many guys making plays, Matt. You had to beat you... everybody else to the ball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you go, the only defenses that I can even remember pro wise that are in this league are the U back when it was the U and all those guys came to the league and didn't disappoint. You know, I mean, I, I think there's a, a precedent there. I worry a little bit about the second level guys as well as seen because, and this is probably more, more of a, a Nicobe Dean thing. Cause they're not taking on blockers. I mean, their life's pretty easy to run and hit because of what the big men do. And I know it's not the D tackle show, but you know, Jordan Davis, Oh, can he play a lot of snaps? I am very much on the, the you know, the, the, the Island that he'd play a lot more snaps on different teams when they're winning by 50 in the fourth quarter, you don't need Jordan Davis out there. And there's two other stud defensive tackles. You know, he doesn't play on third down, Well, he'd play on third down in 95% of the schools. Yeah. Who's the guy that's not coming out yet. Carter. I forget his name. He's supposed I, I to be drafted ahead of the other guys. You yeah, know, I right? think it's I think it's Jalen Carter, number yeah. eighty eight. But uh, it is eighty eight. Yeah, like a lot of people, I perceive seen as a thumper, a hitter. Mm-hmm. I think he's way more than that. He ran really well, four point three seven. And then I went back and uh, looked at one of the interviews or one of the reports that Stacey Dales did at the combine on the NFL network. And and she talked about seeing insisting that he's the guy who lines everybody else up right when they're wrong. And he's a leader and don't think of me as just a hitter. He is a ferocious hitter uh, against Bama. He was covering the slot. Uh, he made a play on a blitz pass defense on a blitz. I think he's got a lot of game. And I think, you know, again, uh, this guy maybe isn't Davis or Nicobe Dean or Devonte Wyatt or Trayvon Walker, but it's pretty good. And Mike, along those lines of what you said about the combine with him, I heard multiple sources saying he may have been the best interview at any position yep. because of his football intelligence, yeah. reading recognition skills, those type of things. And he's off the charts that way. So yeah, I, makes, I think it all adds up. I think he's a complete package of safety and I like his game a lot. I like his, where he's been. Uh, playing with those other great guys, playing in big games, achieving. Uh, I think I think you're going to hear his name sooner rather than later. Matt, we agreed on the faller, Verone McKinley the third from Oregon. Yeah, and I had a hard time really finding a true faller, but he's small and slow. You know, I mean that's not exactly the best combination. I I think he may have hit his head on the ceiling a little bit is a very good college player, good ball skills, productive. I like the way he plays. I like his tape, but he runs a four, six, five, and he's not, not 200 pounds. Um, you know, I, he can play the slot, but is he going to be able to handle the big slots? Is he quick enough for the, the Welkers and Nettleman? So, and, and he's also not a tremendous tackle. They're tackler. So I think all those things hurt him at the next level a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to agree with you that he's not, you know, a plummeting faller, but mm-hmm. I guess I I thought I would see more from this guy, more wow, more sizzle, because he made a name for himself at least to me throughout the season. You know, he's yeah, the first yeah. team All American, uh, captain of the team, uh, highly productive out there. He had a bunch of picks, uh, six of them to lead FBS this past year, and I heard about his resume and his his decorations, and I thought, wow, this guy's going to be really good. And 
what he is is a 511 194 pound guy who runs a 465 so <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know he's certainly not ascending uh, i don't know if he is descending uh, but dale thankfully uh, you've come up with a different direction in which to head here. Yeah, and, and I was in the same boat as you guys trying to find a faller in this group. Uh, I think a safety group's kind of underrated overall. Uh, but I went with uh, Wanye Thomas uh, out of Georgia Tech. And, uh, you know, he's a box safety. And I don't know that they're, you know, box safeties are, are super. Uh, everybody wants that in today's NFL. Going out and, of style, aren't they? They really are. And then, you, you know, you add in the fact that he ran a, a 733, uh, his, his 733 uh, three cone was in the sixth percentile. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, and he didn't run a 40. So that kind of tells me he's he's probably a lot slower than, than what we think he is. Doesn't change direction real well. He's a box safety. Those guys, you know, maybe he's a special teams guy, something like that but he's probably not going to, you know, be a, a, an immediate impact guy. Like a lot of these other safeties in this class uh, have an op- opportunity to be. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a pretty solid pick there. How about your sleeper Dale? I'm going with JT Woods at a Baylor. Uh, you know, I don't know if you could be a, a sleeper coming out of that Baylor defense, uh, but not after know, these shows, you can't <laughs> <laughs> find I mean, ba- new Baylor's fight song. I'd sing it right now. <laughs> He's 6'2", 195 pounds. Uh, I ran a 4'3", 640 at the Combine. He had nine interceptions the last two seasons. I mean, what more don't you want? And, and this guy's not even considered one of the top five or six or even seven safeties in this in this class. Uh, you know, he's got production, a 39-and-a-half-inch vertical. I mean, everything's there. Production, off-speed, you know, the 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 ability to, to make plays and just it's it's all there, and everybody's kind of sleeping on him. That's the guy that calls himself the heartbreak kid, right? Yes, I believe so, yeah. Because he, he breaks the hearts of those who <laughs> who dare to uh, come at him. Uh, Matt, uh, you've got uh, a different selection, but another pretty intriguing guy as well. Yeah, Tyson Anderson from Toledo. Um, came to Toledo as a big corner, 6'2", almost 210 pounds at the Combine. Ran a four three six at the combine, and he still has some recognition things to work out. And you know, the speed of the game might take him by surprise right off the bat, coming from Toledo. But he's really uh, considered a smart guy with great intangibles. He looks like a stud special teamer from day one that just has tools. You know, I mean, everyone wants to work with guys with his height, weight, speed combination, and he has good tape to go off of too. So I think he could really develop into something. Let me ask you guys this: Would the who would the, who would Al Davis have drafted out of this draft class twenty years ago when Al Davis just drafted the fastest guys available? Yeah, the answer really. is there's just all the of fastest, them. <laughs> fastest guy. But there's so many in this draft. So I mean, it's just, from, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I can't remember a draft class with this kind of speed ever. While you're saying that, Dale, I'm actually looking at this chart. All these guys were sub four four, either at their pro day or the combine. Dax Hill, Lewis Seen, um, Nick Cross, Tyson Anderson, Taylor from Tennessee, uh, JT Woods, you mentioned, and Percy Butler from, from Louisiana. All those guys are below four four. I mean, Al wouldn't know what to do with himself. Yeah, I'll 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 give you your uh Tyson Anderson, Matt, and counter with my sleeper, uh, Marquise Bell. From Florida A and M, not quite under four four, but uh, four point four one at six three, two hundred and five pounds. We're talking height, weight, speed, guys. I'll take this guy as a height, weight, speed guy with length. Uh, pretty aggressive tackler, if not necessarily the surest of tacklers. 
but he's only played uh, 23 games at Florida A&M. He's a JUCO transfer. Actually, and, he's a transfer from Maryland. Oh, uh, initially? Hmm. Yeah, he, he was at Maryland initially and got dismissed from a team before he ever played a game there. So oh, okay, well, Maybe there's I, JUCO in between there. I picked him up at Coffeyville, Kansas Community College. Oh, there you go. There you go Florida Reinve- reinvented himself. Imagine him and Nick Cross in the same secondary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you got guy with some length that can run and likes to bump. We, we can work with that, can we not? So, no question. Uh, Mar- Marquise Bell, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, once he wakes up and announces his presence with authority, we'll all get that right. Uh, that is going to do it for, uh, I agree with Lolly, a very uh, – Maybe a little underrated safety position. A lot of intriguing guys, as there seem to be all over the board. Uh, don't forget, there are more of these programs to come as we continue getting ready for the draft, getting you ready for the draft at the end of the month. And uh, you can catch all this stuff on all of the Steelers' social media platforms. So catch up, you know, further review it yourself. There's not going to be a test or anything at the end, but a lot to take in here in rapid fire succession. Uh, why not watch and listen and, and take it in all again? That's going to do it for us. For Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley, I'm Mike Pursuta. This has been the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC.